Snuck walk the block you. with my gun cock Cameo flow solo, I'm ill and whatnot Sucker talk, get switch when you hear the gunshot Dumb cock, coming up with lines to make your girl hot with monogamy, four words to pottery Surround psychology, I should be charging hourly Started grassroots, forming a monopoly Brothers could hang, I'll show you how to do this properly Hate my guts, talk trash, but you jockin' the evolution away Revolt, I lick shots, set your posse a plate Retreat, it's gunpowder when we muzzle your team Got clips in the click, God willing we scheme You can save your dirty slice of the American dream We beam, getting loose to notes to blow steam I mean, dirty money make your pocket feel clean We're green I'm your flow, D.O. Randall mash it and go. So throw man handling hoes. So cold Santana on blow. Land damaging bows. Front row grandstand in the show. Can you handle these black men channeling black men without the jock strap or the champ standing and rapping? Telling what happened. About 60 days in the drought. Now I'm out in the pool swimming and lapping. Kicking back with a brood, chilling and laughing. Sitting back with the crew, tripping and snapping. Never slipping, cause I'm never unprepared. Unaware that you were meddling in veteran affairs. You see the way I just sit up in the pocket with it. Over your dome, you won't have a chance to stop and get it. Till it's tapping on your head like you rocket fitted. You got to admit it, we, we about to get it. it. So live with it, so high, no sky limit. Dime pieces, hope the line fit it. Rhyme shining every time another line spit it. Fly designs from the mind now transmitted. Tell us sublime and asinine kind split it. Alphabetic type G, every spot I hit it. Can't admit it or believe it if you can't see it. Vocabulary bohemian, turning on your zenith. Watch me beam into the spotlight. Rocking ice, got them gleaming at the stoplight. Can't wait, not a fake shown hate to the great. When they fake blown fire skates and drop mics Fools don't approach us, fool for the vultures From within I can make the pen carve sculptures Hear my pros, not oppose us, a comatosis Secret omen flows, even foes cameosis Ow Thank you for listening to From Houston With Love Where we give you a balanced perspective of arts, culture And what's going on locally in the city of Houston We'd like to welcome you to season two thank you and as always follow us on instagram or twitter at from hue with love that's from hue h-o-u with love and as always this is brought to you by r-i-k rappers i know and illmannermedia.com so with that said if you want to catch up on season one you can catch up on it now by visiting us on soundcloud or at illmannermedia.com and we hope that you enjoy season two from Houston with love. Greetings, greetings, constituents, citizens. We are here for season two. Season dose of from Houston with love. Can we get some noise in this mother sucker? Yeah. God dang it. Yes, lie. God dang it. God dang it. Nigga, we made it. <laughs> we made it. I'm on some Drake shit tonight. We made it. Man. We yeah. are back. This is Cashmere Done. I'm back. I'm sleepy as hell. But I'm here. I haven't had any rest since uh since man, about two weeks. Two uh, weeks. Uh your boy jumped the broom. Man. I'm I'm, man. I'm tired, feeling man. elated. I'm I'm feeling a mi- guys, I'm feeling a mixture of a lot of emotions, man. Cause I I, I feel like I'm on top of the world mm-hmm. and I'm under it at the same time. I don't know what the fuck to do, but I'm here with my boys. We yep. back, back in time, recording again. No more time off. We here to hit y'all with another season, y'all. How y'all feeling, man? Uh, D. Randall set it off proper. Huh. Came through with some more deep Eddie vodka. Huh. Huh. Ah. 
<laughs> and I, I put the brand name in there because I did. Because they got that good peach and that good grapefruit, man. Mm. We brought it back in, mm. celebrating. Mm. And what's your name, player? Oh, uh, man, D-Ray, the people's champ. Uh, your mom's boyfriend. Not your guys' moms, but the listeners out there who know they see me slipping out the back door before. I am that stepdad. And uh, combo number one is the, also another alias that I go by. And I like to say, welcome to season two. My brethren are here, man. We are all under one roof, one nation under a groove. Shout out to George Clinton. Man, did I mention the drink? Oh, well, we're going to be living like two titties up in here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, congratulations, man. You're back. Yeah. You, you know, you're back off the market again. You know, off Officially. the market. You know, <laughs> you, can, market. you can call me Mr. Mr. Looking at the jersey and the Raptors now. Yeah. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the plastic. It's freshly pressed and under the plastic <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. So all the girls I loved before, I'm waving by as the ship takes sail in the sea. Man. Everything's good, man. Yeah. Everything's good. And just when you no said different. that, God, God, goodbye, love came in my head. You know what no, I'm saying? No, baby, no. <laughs> baby, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, every, everything is well, man. I'm focused. I'm ready for this podcast to do what it do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're taking care of business here. Snapping necks, cashing checks for live effects. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, everything, everything is kosher, brother. My boy coming back to these bars. Man. Man, hey, when have I never not had bars, That's man? true. You know Boom, that bars. True. Where did we leave off last season, man? <laughs> Oh, Where man. did we was it was it the race was it racism? Yeah, it might have been. I don't know, man. I know we went out kind of strong, man. Maybe no, nah, um, you know what? The storm what? took us out. The storm. We oh, went. We true. went hard on the storm. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. yeah people gave did. back. JJ broke his leg again. Oh, man, he's and, done. Uh, he's out. I think that guy should go ahead and retire, get a nice job on ESPN, wear yeah. a suit and tie. Oh, act, because the yeah. dude's a good act. Dude, I'm watching Bad Moms last night. Yeah. And JJ's on there. Hey. I'm like, yo. He could be he, a good, he a could good be the actor, next, dude. The next The Rock. Yeah. 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 Bullshit you not. He could be, man. Or uh, OJ Simpson without mm. jail time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's going to have to do something <laughs> tremendous. I mean, you know, he was in movies. He, he made yeah. a transition in the movies. Yeah. You know, he, he was yeah. good, 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 uh, Nordberg, you know. Yeah. Tough crowds. <laughs> Yeah, I said OJ. OJ's already back, and he's back. Club. He yeah. made it too, nigga. Yeah. He made it. He made it. <laughs> and back in Vegas, talking to women, white women, white, white women, women can't get all kind of women. They can't get enough of OJ. Like, hey, I'm gonna take another stab at it. Uh, oh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Go for the juggler. He'll be here all night. <laughs> Please tip your waiter. <laughs> Tips on top. <laughs> um. But I think the last time were we were we talking about how uh, the chick from the the post office tried to tried to come up on me? Yeah, yes. we, we we haven't gotten to the conclusion part, but well, we definitely. You might want to refresh your memories. So where did I leave off? You left off where talking to her head, her supervisors. Yeah, the supervisors. Monday. She came back. She pulled up. Okay. You know they had up. they had cameras on you this time. Yeah, and, and yeah. she was filming. You gotcha. you were filming. Filming as well. I'm returning the product. And, cool. And you know, she returned the product. Put the product in the air. Yeah, put it in the like I have just don't care. what you. I have what you. You told I, me. I, I, I negotiated. All right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And if you want the full story, you got to go back to uh, to season one. Uh, recap on season one to get the first <laughs> half of the story. Um. So what happened after that? So I did file that police report because. You know, AT and T was going to charge me a smooth nine hundred and forty nine dollars. Nah, man. If you know the the phone sitting right behind you in that little box, I still oh. need to return it to him. Oh snap! And 
That's crazy. I did that. I called the postal inspector. And the postal inspector was like, uh, you know, at first they were just, because I'm assuming that they get reports like this all the time of people stealing stuff. And he's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Someone someone will get back to you in a couple days about it. Whoop-de-whoop. And um, I was kind of like, man, that was kind of whack. Then I finally got a call back from the detective who took my police report. Hmm. And... Once he found out that I actually had video footage, he was like, oh, oh, yeah. Um, when can you come through? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, we made an appointment. It was Monday at like 9 o'clock or whatever. Yeah, came through, did a thing. Um, went in, we, we, we looked through all the footage, and the whole time he was just like, man, she has to be the dumbest person ever. <laughs> the man. most dumbest. Like, she really, no, she really took that box. And then brought it back, like. So if she would have actually put the box where it was supposed to have been at the post office, that box would have already been gone. It wouldn't mm-hmm. still be there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Breach. Breach. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know why I got his voice sounding that high because he yeah. actually had like a normal, normal dude's voice. <laughs> I thought he was sitting on his balls. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's typical story voice. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of, you know, it was, it was very validating. He was like, yeah, you know, usually, he's like, I, usually, I, in most cases like this, man, I probably wouldn't have called you back because he's like, 95% of theft cases go un- unsolved. If we don't have any proof, right. if we don't have any suspects, then basically I just wait three days to close it out. Yeah. But you actually had video footage. So now I have something to do. Damn. Wow. Yeah. All taxpayers are how it work. <laughs> yeah. And he was, well, I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> because he had been doing disaster recovery for, for the hurricane and all that. Mm. And like one of the dudes in his precinct died and he had to. Damn. Backstory. Yeah. And he had to like comfort his. Thanks for making me feel even worse. Yeah, I'm just saying. My, uh, that's what I do. That's what I do. He's actually a model citizen. Yeah. <laughs> take a sip. Take yeah, a sip. We're going to take a sip on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, strong Donald, shit. you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when thugs cry. <laughs> so after that, it was cool. Uh, I called the postal inspector a couple days later because I, I just wanted an update on the case. And the postal inspector was like, um, "Because this is an ongoing investigation, I cannot give you any details of what's happening so far. Hmm. However, listen to my statement very carefully." <laughs> I'm going to read a prepared statement. <laughs> he told you that. Told you. Yeah. But it this was is, it was kind of cool because it was scripted. basically I'm paraphrasing now. Yeah. Okay. But he but he emphasized <laughs> one part. Funny. This is funny. Uh it was basically something to the effect of uh the postal inspection department whatever is a federal law enforcement agency and whenever a case is open we cannot discuss details of the case um while it's open. However, you should expect a call from someone very shortly concerning this case. Hmm. And I said, does that mean that y'all actually got something? <laughs> Listen to me again. <laughs> you should be expecting a call very soon from someone concerning this, this case. Wow. I was like, okay, wow. I got you. I got wow. you. I got you. And then we got off. Um, and yes, I did get a call from someone a couple of days later who did say that they've contacted the supervisor at the post office 
And essentially what they're doing is, and this is kind of cool because I actually watched it play out for like three days. Um, we didn't get our mail delivered at all. Like old girl did not come to our house. She came to the street, but did not come to our house or the house next door. Wow. And <laughs> like on the fourth day, there was another dude delivering the mail. And, you know, we got a stack of mail that day. Yeah. So I was like, I already know what's going on. And but what was crazy was like the fifth day, she was back on the street again. Postal hmm. inspector. And what they told me was basically, um, you know, they're aware of it. But what they're trying to do is they don't they don't they're going to watch her and everyone else on that route for a while. Right. So they don't want her to do anything out of the ordinary. They, they just they just want to kind of see what she does when she's kind of left her own thing. So I think what they did was they took her off, probably told her it was OK. And they put her back on to see gotcha. what would happen. Gotcha. And she's been she's been delivering the mail ever since. Well, it's been kind of weird. So uh, I got a call back from the the police officer too that took the case and he he verified everything. He's like, yeah, that's that's typically what they do. He said, don't be surprised if it takes like a month or so. Um, but there's there's a hundred percent chance that she's going to slip up because the most likely scenario is that she's already done some stuff, right? And now she's going to go back. The first thing that most people try to do is they try to go back and cover their tracks. And when they go back to cover their tracks, that's when they're going to catch her, right? So he was like, but trust me, they. Yeah, they know. So wow. So we'll see, man. Um, unfortunately, don't don't niggas and flies. Unfortunately, it probably means that uh, I will have added to the incarceration rate of black people in this country. You did not make her steal shit. But this at the same time, doing. there are two things I don't like: that is thieves and liars. Mm-hmm. And Correct she was both though. Correct Amundo. And she took from you on camera. Mm-hmm. On camera. On camera. And then played you. I have no respect. And then, and then yeah. played you with no the respect. cell phone was seeing to the chicken grease in the box. And I'm I'm, uh. I'm gonna speak I'm gonna speak from from uh from a citizen standpoint, or as the street dudes would say, nigga, you were you was a civilian, man. You know? A you were civilian. <laughs> you understand me? You wasn't in no crime or in cahoots with her when she took right. when she took said Cell phone. Yep. Like my friend told me to stop taking the blame for the whole entire black race when they do something criminally. She's like, you don't represent everybody. I'm like, I will. Yeah, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> not. I will not. What you do is what you do, and yeah. she deserves everything that comes down on her. Now, I'll take a sip to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sip, sip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, kudos uh, to my man Damian Randall Who mm. stays thoroughly on point At all times Whether it is in mixing down music And catching criminals in the act yep. I approve this message man, Yes I do We do what we do He like a hood Batman <laughs> A what? A hood Batman uh, Okay you, know. um, you say hood? Hood Or hood Hood, hood. hood ass Batman <laughs> no, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't rock with Ben Carson <laughs> Don't put me in hood yeah, hood Batman, uh, hood, <laughs> hood. I see all you niggas out there robbing Popeye's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mama. Well, with that said, we are going to go ahead and dive head first into our first music break, first music break of season two, season two, y'all. And we will be right back with more from Houston with love on season two, y'all. 
got rigged, know I'm trying to buy Houston, they lead them seeds, then invited Galat out to do some public speaking And uh, I obliged, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you may be seated Yeah, nah, stand up I ain't a part of them, but I am one Elite MCs, nigga, you tampon Couldn't test my nuts with a scan trunk Toss a bullet at your head, then that man done If that man dumb, he try me and leave a damn son Leave him slumped over with his hands on the man's lung People like my rappers because I'm saying something That's cause I done seen shit that I can't explain in spoken English I gotta rap it, it's my schematics How I paint it with a pen and make a paper palette I take your favorite and make a cadaver out of him I'm they assassin And all black like the lips on Isaiah's factor So if you see me coming, say your prayers faster This is my offering, my nigga, I can't pay a pastor I'm out of this world, I gotta play at NASA I flow like the back of a game adapter That's the boy Rob Kalak Going hard and shit A-Town, baby You know how we do when we do it, we do it. Why we do it? Shit, shit. Niggas acting like we can't rap around here. Better move around. Coming live from the underground. Yes. I'm eye to eye with the Undertaker. Cats be acting funny when I come around. Make a three-pointer look like a fucking layup. I've been in my comfort zone. Will again the master dawn. Master of the ceremonies dating back to Babylon. Acing the decathlon. Taking every instrument and kicking fucking spitting till I break whatever hash is on. That's just how I get down. You could go and spit rhymes. I've been comfortable up in my skin. I never zip down. Uh, and I ain't never about to curl. From the ashes of the paradise, I've been around the world Validated and embraced, calibrated and erased The competition systematically, you never left a trace Guarantee they won't fingerprint me I significantly doubt they'll even think that it's me I'm a smooth criminal, you could book it any second Every time I get the steaming, I feel demons resurrecting Trying to get another shot, time ticking off the clock Opportunity is missing while you slipping out your spot And now you're tripping, cause the mission looking like it's about to fail Birthdays feeling different shit At least I ain't in jail Well, wise man told me If you're good at something Then you should never do it for free Hard double Yeah, yeah Who the Rick Flair the projects, nigga? I saw him low Call me on my downtime And no, you're not fucking with me On my downtime, nigga Never, never Yeah, look alive, huh? Yes, sir Yeah Look me dead in my dead eye, nigga. Oh, Jedi, nigga. Yeah. Okay, look into the eyes of a dope boy. Y'all niggas Pepsi, y'all could never be no Coke boys. Oh boy, this is like a feeling of a dope boy. First 20 grand got me feeling like, oh boy. Oh dog, get up off the cooler. You can't save us, this is crueler. Freddy Krueger with a Ruger, don't fall asleep on a ruler. Get that book out your eye. I couldn't if I lied. I'm the best man talking Martin Luther in his pride. Scoping off the balcony, I'm running with the faculty. Street military, I bury whatever's after me. Them niggas thought I was hiding out. Tell Jesse Jackson ain't nothing left to cry about. Two shots of grand, I stand before I'm riding out. These niggas said my name and I'm just finding out. 
I guess I'm Hollywood now. Blowing Cali Bud, my model bitch in the club now. Complimentary bottles turning room temperature. The game is a dame, no lame, and I just pimp it up. You probably never get that. I'll discuss it all over a six pack. Fuck with me. Yes, sir. Live in the place to be. Boy HB. Of course. Surrounding myself with some of the illest spitters all day. I'm talking about. Houston, Texas, stand up. Yes, sir. These are decorative pillows. Yes, You catch that later. In fact, my skills and tech are skill set deep on tracks. Keep those petty beefs on wax. Underground guys on tracks, mouth spit more. I'm Shaq Diesel to these Oka Fords, Elijah Wan, whatever squad I'm on. Lyrically, you see me five times on the Pantheon. You lower level to this upper echelon. Pistol beat flows unique, they say I'm too artsy till the weapon's drawn. I torture palm, backslap Brooks. Keep me strong on your queen like crooks. She read about me online and gave up the nook. That's more than a play on. Words, I get my play on birds. All about action in my fashion. She with you for the aura or the fashion. I'm screaming, rapping my beats. It's so elite until the casket. People be knowing, biting our moves is sad and very tragic. I'm more Muhammad Ali than I am cashless. My true self, not another rap bastard pushing platinum. But only come back asking perfect strangers, paper or plastic. You can miss us with that whack shit. I'm all about these classics. Next time's all shots on me. That's worth the remix. Being cashless, doctor to sample, sort of strange, sorcerer supreme with this magic. <laughs> it lasts as hash, you bastards. Let the tempo kill slow. Hectic, but how so? When your flows are like decorative pillows. Looking at them shits, I don't really use these, but they feel though. Amateur hour, I still kill pros on the trill dough. Going harder than some steel toes for real ho. Real ho. For real ho. Real ho. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You know what I'm talking about? Boys just want to rap, man. Rap, okay, rap. Make sure that shit good, though. Make sure it's good. Make sure that shit's great. Make sure it's great. Only great raps. Elite shit. Shout out to that boy D Lo. That boy Rob Galat, yes sir. Shout out to the homie Bruce Williams, yes sir. This is the tip of the iceberg. Paul, Paul. It gets better. It can only get better. Let's take a trip to my city. H Town. Put your H going down. You know what I'm talking about? I ain't gonna say no more. Rock away, you can cut the shit.
I'm in a UFO, flying so fast, almost past the spot. Participating in an apocalyptic Ragnarok. Battling Tavistock's best students to just hatch the plot to take over the planet rock. I'm putting some damage out, my sound wave will transform and let the ravage out. Then rumble the ground into a frenzy. Then pull out the laser beacon buzz off. Automatic semis on your cities. We launch assault waves and start fires. Enemies flee, trying to part ways with car ties. Taboos making a major difference. My lyrics were razor lifting. Now look what my razor ripping in half. My laser hit. Of my blast, Satan has in my fascination with the deep ass. For hating niggas, I have to make delivery smash. I take offenders and slash the heads of enemies' class. For Satan, minions and thrash. You're taking injuries, cash and make them into the drag. And lace the rhythm with wrath. We make a living with mad. The scorpion ninja. Arachnoid ninjas, parachute, jump out the glass, won't enter. Party at your own risk, don't ask who sent ya. Fast life, fast lane, die, crime rivers. In a plot of my sense, I supply the right figures. My mind triggers support from blind niggas, of course. The mind enters the dark realm with the riches to art. Spell bonded for hell surrounds the honor supports. A jail find a resort, the pale face of a horse with snail traces, of course. The male embraces. False deities to his knees, he still praises. One God speaks, I lean for each ages. Each one teach one, reach for the twin gauges. I link pages of thoughts for each angle that's off. I rock handle them. Don't split the eagle's eyes and watch scrambling. USA division be ultra MK citizens Don't have the faintest picture of grass And ways and tricks of the characters playing this one The masquerade is risen for madness Pagans wishing you bad And Satan rituals grabbing Slaying children attacking The way we live with Islamic decay the mission Blast the cave and stick up Imaginated vision is vast A laser digital blast The haters hear it and crack The way we hit it impactful Fatal blizzard is past We're raising whips for the lashes Slashing agents The base belittle and laugh The basic trinity fad The bad to blatantly crazy Praising the face, everything with the Alpha Omega alien grades, the Helios rays, a serious state. You hear what it say, what it say, what it say, what it say. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening during this music break on season two. Uh, from Houston with love. Season two, y'all. Season two. <laughs> Season two. And I know that there is something that has been on the minds of every black person in the HBCU world, <laughs> especially TSU. Oh, Texas Stilling University. <laughs> <laughs> I know that this question has been troubling you guys all weekend, especially this past homecoming. How in the hell did Keith Murray get to perform at TSU's homecoming 2017? Keith I, Murray. Now, when I saw the flyer, I thought I had teleported back in the 1995. Right. I thought I was tripping. I really, hey, y'all, for real, I really did a double take at, at the flyer on my phone. I was like, like, okay, do I want to go? Like, yeah, yeah. is he going to be sober? When it, like, all these questions came to mind. But I'm wondering, how in the hell... Did Keith Murray get booked? Who made that happen? At TSU's homecoming for 2017 I'm in be, Houston, Texas. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, man. I'm gonna be honest. I thought I thought Keith Murray died of like leukemia. Or something. <laughs> like for some reason in my mind, I thought he had died of leukemia. I did, I honestly oh, didn't know he was still alive. He hasn't been seen. He hasn't been seen. 
and oh, you know the last the last I'm on, I'm not gonna name this this brand of who he was on on the air with, but the last time we saw him, he was on there tripping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, funny thing is, I know his brother stays out here. And his brother's name Fish Grease. Really? And, uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa! Slow, wait, wait. <laughs> Pump your brakes. Yeah. You can't just you his can't just stunt like that and then move forward. His brother's name Fish Fish Grease. Grease. Who in the hell is Fish Grease? He's, he said, "I'm keep Murray's brother." And Good Grief co-signed this. So Good Grief, like, yo, that's Murray's brother. So I take it for his word. Got you. Hey, shout hey, out to Good shout Grief. Shout out to Good Grief, dog, <laughs> and Fish Grease. But my, my homegirl, <laughs> home Stephanie, she said, yo, we, went, we saw Keith Murray. And she seemed a little happy, but not so happy. I said, why you saying it like that? She said, well, the nigga did that one song everybody know. I'm like, okay, what's wrong with that? She said, but the nigga did it three times. I said, was it like, you know, do a song, another song, then come back to it? She's like, no. It's like he ended the song, and then they started back up again. And the nigga was drunk. Of so course. She said yeah. he everybody ran with it. Yeah. She said, so after he performs this song three times consecutively, they play the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> now you know like, you, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got a question though. I got a question. This was for TSU's homecoming? Yes. And yes. he was the like the I don't think feature. he was was he? I don't, he was he was I don't know who else performed. I didn't hear was he the anybody else. I hope it was not. him on the flyer. He was no on the flyer. other name. It was, was it for older heads? Keith, it was it didn't it just said TSU Homecoming. Oh, that's fuck. Keith Murray. Wow. They're Keith like, Murray. Who can we get for under four grand? Now, this is what I would accept I would accept him performing that song three times if he had that black Lexus on the stage. Yeah. On top. Oh, he could have done the song what he did with R. Kelly. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was a dope one. Yeah, but I would have really accepted that if he at least had that black Lexus on stage. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, man. I can't take anybody doing a song more than one time. <laughs> I hate going to a church man. and it's a remix of a song. Like, come on, get out. <laughs> but if you think about this it, is about this is about the Lord I serve. What what else could he have done though? That's the thing. Now that I really think about it, the herb is pumping. Okay, he probably yeah he could he could have probably opened up with that yeah. And you I know. probably would have had him do like the remix of On Dangerous Ground. Yeah. Get lifted. He, he, did, he, got, he got other shit too. Get lifted. Man. Really? Yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. Get yeah. lifted. Get lifted. He could have done four songs Get instead lifted. of three songs to say. No, time. for real, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's the other song he had on the Eric Sermon song the uh, uh, song. album? Uh, hostile. Hostile. Why are yeah. you so hostile? Wow. I got done, a right to he be. He could have done his verse from "I Got You." Yeah, oh, I shot you. I shot right? you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, but no, he did the same song three consecutive times. <laughs> Cerebrum, cerebellum, cerebellum. Hit him cool. do you, you better tell him. Y'all mythological, comical. That's a boom bomb on you. He Murray is a Mike psychosis. Yes, he is. Hey, man. I don't the herb is pumping. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I flow as long as the herb. I love Keith hey, Murray. That nigga said he whooped Tupac ass. So hey, I respect hey, him off GP. Hey, hey, look, look. I, I, I thought, I thought, I, I just never would imagine in 2017 that he would be headlining, performing anything. Yeah. Man, look, <laughs> especially, especially at Houston at a Houston HBCU TSU's homecoming. Like, you know, this ain't Philadelphia. That's like seeing, right. That's like <laughs> seeing them do the Pride March or some shit like Keith Murray. No, and trust me, and and, and and let me say, I am a Keith Murray 
I'm gonna keep well first album. Keep Murray fan. Okay. <laughs> that's nigga here okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean for real. I mean second album was cool. It was cool, but I'm a keep Murray fan. Don't get it twisted. You know, we 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 come from that era. But all I'm saying is all I'm saying is the demographic. Yeah, right. <laughs> the location. Yeah. Uh, the, the times that we're in, little bro. Uzi Verts. Right. Uh, and, and and say uh, you know, yeah, you know, and niggas named Lil Pump. You know, twenty one savages. You know, I just I would have never imagined. Barroso, man. I, mean, I would have never imagined Keith Murray. Wouldn't you be? No. No. I let my nuts hang. Like I'm not gonna have a sign saying I'm a hoe too. Oh hell <laughs> no! <Nah. laughs> he didn't even look genuine when he was nah, carrying he looked, the sign. He, he looked uncomfortable you holding it. Looking down. I like man, and I like that pussy must be great. She must be blowing bubbles with that hey, boy. Hey man, t- t- because. <laughs> This boy, his music is changed. No, I listened to the album. That nigga had some love songs on that hoe. How you hear me loving me? I love TK myself. T.K. Kirkland said that this dude, she had to seduce him into such a such a way that he is like in a trance, man. He's, no, he that is the box must be like it. It must. Nigga, she it must. With it, yeah, it, it must like puff. <laughs> Puff um, baby powder. <laughs> I would not be surprised if she fingered that boy in a booty hole like she did Kanye. All right. Oh, come on. All right. I didn't know. Whoa. This is, this is uh, the skirt. 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 It's on the air. All right. But she said that she did it to Kanye. So if she did it to Kanye, <laughs> she ain't going nowhere near me. It is Kanye, man. But still, yeah. she gonna think everybody down guess. like that. Yeah. Like Kanye liked it, so maybe you like it. I, I think Wiz Khalifa liked it too. <laughs> I digress. In <laughs> his nice pants. Oh man! <laughs> Have y'all seen Kanye? That nigga got fat. He look like me right now, man. That's, but that's what those meds do, man. Yeah. Oh, Especially, steroids. Nah, nah, he's on them like you know them psychosis psych- meds. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, what those meds that, though, do. Man. They blow you up. He's like, on, I used he, to work with them kids. They come in all. Scrawny and stuff And then they send them To like the psych ward And when they come back After pumping them With them pills They come back like Whew <laughs> Like for real Like the Michelin man For real Yeah, yeah. he need all the help He could get man Shout out to Kanye hey, exactly. From the Kardashian He yeah, that's D Yep That's all it is man It's just <laughs> the track It's a curse You just need it Like no one has No one has escaped When you masturbated To your future wife mm-hmm. Getting smashed by another dude wow. A lot of times And mm. you tell people about it <laughs> That showed me that you are the mm. lamest motherfucker mm. in the world mm. for starters. I don't care if I met Kanye, I don't have Whoa. to tell him that. Like, yo, bro, <laughs> you lost so many cool points when I heard that. <laughs> like, everybody already said you had a, a, a extensive porno collection, so you didn't have to watch Ray mm. J and them tired ass shit. Uh, but the fact that you did, mm. and then you watched it, and everybody know you watched it, and you fell in love with her <laughs> on that. Bruh. Ray J said he got it first. Too. He, he did too. And, yeah. and then at the yeah. end of the movie, man, she played. She drank that boy flute. And you, come on, boy. Ooh. Oh, but that be in my head all the time. I can never. We make the world better. I can never. <laughs> we make the world school better. School. Um, <laughs> I have to edit that part. You have to edit that part. No, 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 no. Uh, I lost some female fans. High fives all around, Denise. Uh, High yeah. fives. You can't. It's live. Uh, but with that said, we are going to uh, take another music break. Season two, extra raw. And uh, recollect ourselves. And then we'll be right back with more from Houston. With love. With 21 Savage and Lil Uzi Verts all around. 41 Savage. <laughs> From the stones, oh. 
hurting if I'm stepping out of place. But you either have stepping or you stepping out of pace. Kinda like a being who was setting out of space. It never came back, and yes, I am awake. Uh. But this is all about me though. I swear I'ma get them all hooked, Bebo. Read them like a book, or maybe Tebo. Hey, everybody, look, it's a baby T.O. Oh, go. Tell the world how great you are. And they don't feel your pain, can't take the scars. And when you get cut, don't make the par. Remember who said, never fake the bars. Yeah. When you hear I go, with love um, we are out here enjoying the uh the divine the divine uh libations for us it's strong too um, it's nice man it's, it's nice it's a, it's a good truth serum yeah. um <laughs> i do i do i do want to get serious for a moment i do want to get serious for a moment so a few minutes ago i was talking to you guys about uh how i went to visit the detective that was handling my my postal theft case mm-hmm on a Monday. That Monday happened to be October 2nd, 2017. And on that on that early that morning, I was awakened by a series of texts texts. I can't <laughs> yeah. I, text texts. Got you. Yes. Crazy. Text messages uh from my wife who happened to be in Las Vegas that weekend. Mm. Staying at the Mandalay Bay. Um, as we all know by now, around 10 o'clock that night, Vegas time, midnight, Houston time, um, uh, do open fire on a crowd of concert goers down at the Mandalay Bay. Ended up killing 58 and now 59 people mm. and injuring over 500 others. Worst mass shooting in modern. In American modern history, and it was kind of wild, man, because um, you know my wife was there in the hotel on the 19th floor, on the same side that the dude mm. was firing from, on the same side of the building facing the uh, facing the crowd. Mm. And what's crazy about it is she and her friends were out there, and they were coming back on Monday. They actually Sunday was kind of a chill day for them. Uh, they wanted to fly out Monday because it was cheaper to fly out. So on Sunday they were they were kind of bored at one point. They were like, you know, if y'all want to get into something, we can go and do something. They got this concert downstairs. A couple of the the, the girls in the crew liked uh, what's his name, Jason Aldean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say Toby Keith. Yeah, um, same thing. And at one point they considered going to the concert, but they were like, you know what? It's already seven p.m. Let's let's just go ahead and go back to the hotel and chill. So they went back to the hotel. They were chilling. 
And around 10-ish o'clock, you know, people started falling asleep, whatever. You know, they were just lounging or whatever. And they heard what sounded like a helicopter hovering overhead. Nobody really paid attention to it. And my wife was even saying, like, remember when Hurricane Harvey was here? After Hurricane Harvey, they had rescue choppers flying back and forth. They were flying really low. And it kind of sounded like that. So they didn't really pay attention to it. But then one of her friends was like, Yo, check out your phone. Your phone is really lighting up. What's what's going on there? And she looks at her phone, and her phone has notifications all over the place. And people are like, are you okay? Oh, my God, are you okay? Is everything all right? And she's like, what? What the hell is happening? And when she does that, all of a sudden, SWAT team busts into the room with their guns drawn. And they're like, is everybody okay? Is everybody in here that's supposed to be in here? And they were like, yeah, um... Yeah, everybody's here. Okay, do not leave this room. If you leave this room, you might die. And they're like, what the hell is going on? Mm. And they turn on the news, and sure enough, the news is saying that it's an active shooter scene. And then that's when they realized the sound that they heard just a few minutes before was actually the dude firing off rounds into the crowd below. And, you know, of course, we all know everything that you know everything that's transpired since we we learned the identity and nobody still knows the motive really but you know it's it's one of those things that keeps opening up debates every time i think the hotel was locked down to like two o'clock the next day and they were barely able to the to make it to the airport in time yeah in order to fly back home wow and i, I think you were saying that uh you knew somebody that was in there too yeah my uh my my uh, little sister was also in Vegas that same weekend, which kind of makes it kind of like damn near like a movie almost, mm-hmm. like because you know uh, she was in the app. Actually, um, okay, backstory. So before her and, and uh, the group she was with uh, was going to the airport, they were actually debating on going to the festival, but for whatever reason, mm. things were happening that didn't allow them to go. Like one of the people in the group. Left their phone at the hotel Yeah So they had to go back to the hotel And pick that up Then They had a problem with parking And stuff like that And so they just Just Figured they'd just go ahead And go to the airport yep. So once they got to the airport Then all of the stuff Started happening And they heard what was going on Then uh, Everybody at the airport the, the security at the airport Made everybody get on the ground <laughs> And stay there Until you know It was safe So it was on The airport was on lockdown Probably She told me probably Till about Two o'clock, and she flew out about three. Yeah, and made it back uh, early. Made it back to Houston that morning. So, yeah, I mean, that's crazy, man. You know, uh, I, 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 when you, because we don't know really what actually happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't really know, truly know the backstory of why yeah, this we, went down. We don't know why, and I, I think that's the part that's bothering a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's crazy because you know everybody. Started to come up with like different theories about why this happened. Some of which really just didn't make any sense at all. But um, you know, it, it, it was a, it was a, um, it was it was senseless, man. What happened, man? And um, yeah, yeah. It, it, at the end of the day, uh, a stupid, stupid people do stupid things, and it's not really, um, you know, the guns that really hurt people, but. The person behind the gun that makes the decision on what it is he's gonna do with that weapon, you know right. what I'm saying? Uh, that's just my personal 
personal feeling on it. Uh, but but it, it it was it was a senseless act of violence, man, and it, it was terrible, man. And uh, I'm just glad that 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 she made it back safe. Yeah, your wife made it back safe, yeah. and, and my sister made it back safe as well, man. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, man. Every time it happens, it 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 rekindles the debate over the Second Amendment, mm-hmm. um, the right to bear <clears throat> arms. Mm-hmm. One one part of that amendment that a lot of people miss over is that it starts off with regarding a well, um, a well formed militia. Like it, it was originally written in sen- in the sense of you know for the purpose of installing some type of armed forces, right? And people over the years have interpreted that to mean the personal freedom to to bear arms. Like, I have my rights. Yeah, I know my I rights. Have my rights, and and I'm not one of those people. It, it, it's kind of weird because the um, the pacifist in me. I, I'm I'm a person. I don't. Even though I will I will whip a nigga ass if he tries something. Mm-hmm. I'm hands not, on hands training. Mm-hmm. Ittt deck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You know. I'm not really. I'm not really about <clears throat> violence. Um, I don't like guns, mm-hmm. but I do also have to recognize that where I'm from and what I've experienced in my life um, has necessitated, in some some extent, you know, having a means of protection in place. Right. I like imaginary guns. Yeah. And what I mean, imaginary guns are like my rappers to be kind of nice with lyrics, <laughs> like come win. Uh, what's that gun? The way they talk about shooting people and shit in very creative ways, I like that. I like my imaginary guns in Grand Theft Auto Five, oh, but that's yes. as far as I leave it. Yes. You know, do I need a gun in real life? Not necessarily. Do I have one? Yeah, but what I rather do is put hands on a nigga yeah. or anyone else in particular. But guns is never a a course of action for me. I always want to talk it out, especially when it comes to people that look like me. Yeah, um, you know, because I I'd rather us both live to see another day. We could disagree in. Agree to disagree and love each other from a distance, right. but unless you hurt someone in my family and I don't have to take it there, that's when when it's called for. It. But other than that, I'm peaceful and righteous, and I wish everybody thought like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put the guns down, man. Put the hands up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, now with that said, I do have a means of protection. Um, it's something that I hope to never have to use. It's something that I never talk about. I never gloat about it. Mm-hmm. I never threaten it. Um, and if I'm very fortunate, it'll never it'll never have to come into play. But again, growing up, not that I had a hard upbringing, but there are certain instances growing up where certain things that happened to certain people shaped my view of you know what what it means to protect yourself. Does anybody remember the first the first close experience they had with someone? That uh, was affected by gun violence. Oh, I have, and I think you remember this too. We were like uh, middle school, Olympia Coleman. Olympia, Olympia. Yeah, yeah. And, and like he was like wow. the cool ass pretty boy of the, wow. of, the, of the schoolhouse, and he happened to be an upperclassman. Me and Donald was there at, at you know fifth ward. We, we, we were in the sixth grade. sixth grade. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was the first death with gun violence touched because they robbed him for a starter jacket. They lock was it lock with skate, the skate ring? ring? Yeah, it was yeah. He ring. was coming home from the skate ring. Mm. And somebody wanted his jacket more than he, I mean, and he tried to fight for it and they killed him. And I remember how it affected just people who knew him, you know what I'm saying? Because he was such a mm. iconic figure, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, you know, not like he was great in basketball. He was just a cool 
person. Uh, you know, all the girls loved him. All the guys wanted to be him. Mm-hmm. And so when he died, you know, I remember how like I I, I couldn't really sleep much. And I remember I had a copy of his uh, obituary and reading about who the person who he was. Um, and how as a young dude, I was like, man, I never want to start a jacket now because of the fate that he met behind that shit. Because I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody know at that time, people get jacked for shoes. Yeah. And we were going to yeah. Fleming. Yeah. And Fleming, at that time, if somebody said they was going to shoot you, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, a, uh, they were trying to shoot up everybody. They were trying to shoot you. Just you. And yeah. you only. Yeah. And so I do remember cats getting popped, like on the street or something, but nobody never died. So, uh, but yeah, that, wow. that kind of fucked me up some. And that was a Friday night. Word, yeah. That was a Friday night. I remember seeing it on Channel 11. And. That, that was, was, you know, just it being close to home and knowing who that was, uh, that that really kind of primed me for what was to come, you know. Yeah, that was like the calm before the storm. Yeah, yeah, you know, because that, like, do you remember the eight, the late 80s? Oh, yeah. Leading into the 90s, so it was like, man, a lot of, a lot of crazy things going on. And uh, funny, funny thing, man, a year after that happened in the seventh grade, I was walking home from from school, not making it about me, but it has to do with a gun. <laughs> yeah. I was walking home from Fleming. You remember Clifton Cornelius? Yes. Luckily, so I'm walking home. Damn, I just said his name, but he saved me. Clifton saved me. I was walking home. He was walking with another dude. No, you remember the, he was one of the hardheads from school. Uh, and as they were approaching me. I was walking down Lockwood. They were approaching the opposite way. Uh, the dude with, with Cliff said, hey, man, give me a quarter. I was like, I ain't got no quarter. Knowing I had a pocket full of change, I was about to go straight to the <laughs> store right behind him. And he was like, man, I hear that shit in your pocket, man. And he pulled out like a 25 and put it at my head. I'm like, literally, mm-hmm. like this was my first. Like I seen guns before at my grandfather's house, but yeah. this was my first introduction to a gun right. and he put it straight at my head seventh grade in, in the seventh grade man and clifton was like yo yo man nah nah he good man nah he good he good and that was my first introduction truly over a quarter over a quarter to a gun God over a quarter 25 gun, cents man. a gun to my head asking me for change asking me for change and clifton saved my life because that dude was one of them one of them ones running around what you know doing crazy because life is cheap man and yeah and uh, since you know me and d rose we're from cashmere garden so we see i've personally seen a gun battle take off <laughs> at my suburban ass this is it's, it's comical now when it happened i was so shook for days because i'm like why did not get on the ground like everybody else so we're playing basketball uh around the corner from decan you know decan yep. convenience store yeah, 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 so yeah. on the left hand side of the store well, uh, we're near we're near uh, Selena. Okay, there's a little basketball court. My cousin stayed cat a corner to it, and it's only two goals. All the dope dealers shoot up there every now and then. Right. It's right. next door to the cool cup lady house. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a Saturday afternoon, and we had just got a drill team practice. Me and two of my cousins. I see this dude while they shooting. You know, they're more in the basketball than I am. I'm just dribbling the ball on on the side of the court. But I notice, bro, they like this dude riding his bike extra hard. He coming off the sidewalk, he jumped the curb, and he throw his bike down and he runs in the house. 
When he does that, this car comes midways in the middle of the street. It doesn't go down the street, but it stops in the middle of the street, and it's letting off shots. Uh, five dudes are literally outside the car at the right. time, oh, shooting at the house and down the street. Right. Not giving a fuck who they hit. My cousin's on the ground. My ass standing with the ball in my hand, like it happened that fast. He was shook. He was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the the way the the basketball court was not in range of it. But let's say anyone the bullets would have ricocheted off of anything. Right, right. I'd have been right. struck. Right. So when they got back in that car real fast and it burnt off, this guy that ran in that house gets back on his bike that's outside and he has a nine and he's busting that hole. It's just fucking broad daylight. Broad right. daylight on a Saturday. Wow. 1992. And I was like, <laughs> this shit just happened. Like, it was so surreal. My cousin, man, we need to go. Cause ain't no tell we seen everybody face. Right. And so he was like, man, we went back to the church. My dad like, why y'all sweating? We breathing hard. I'm like, yo. And they're like, and everybody's making fun of him. Like, this dude didn't even lay down. And I'm like, cause I'm not used to this shit. Right. So now every time I hear a loud bang, I don't care if it's a firework, a balloon going off, I duck. Cause it's <laughs> like I always had dreams like, what if a bullet would have hit my dumb ass? Yeah. yeah. Standing up watching it. Right. So. You know, you live and you learn, man. That could have been my last time learning and living. Yeah, wow. <laughs> the, the first time that it really, really hit home for me and kind of kind of moved me away from even wanting to be around guns was, it was probably, it was in middle school. I know uh, my best friend growing up, his name is Kevin. I've known him since I was two. Um, he had an older brother they called Baby Ray. And <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Baby Ray, yeah, and Ray was one of those dudes, man. I think he was in high school. He was he was obviously a few years older than us. He was in high school. Uh, he was probably like in eleventh or twelfth grade, I think. And he had a he had just gotten a Buick Regal, but a Buick Regal, you know, back in the mm. back in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. That was that was like the hood the hood car, panic yeah. dropper. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then what a lot of dudes used to do on my street, like there were probably three or four dudes on my in my street in the next street over who were a little bit older than us and had cars and they all had Buick Regals or, or Monte Carlos or whatever. And they would just pull up and park their cars and just talk to each other with the car doors open or whatever and just, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever they do. And one day, it was one evening, um, they were standing out there and another guy in a car drove past them and drove too close to Baby Ray. And Baby Ray was kind of a hothead. He was that older brother, man. He was that older brother that would always try to punk us yep. all the time. So anytime we'd be outside playing basketball or something, he'd come over and just start, like, trying to steal us in our chest or whatever. Yeah, y'all need to man up. Y'all need to man up. Y'all need to man up. Y'all need to always be ready. So, yep. you know, but I mean, but he was cool. But it was just one of those things that big brothers do. Right. But he was still kind of a hothead. Anyway, the dude didn't hit his car, didn't touch his car. The dude just pulled too close to the car. And... So, Baby Ray got in the car. He got in his car. Was like, and he started giving chase, and all the other dudes were following him. They ended up right over off of uh, Orm and Leitrim. There's a little church there right now. It mm-hmm. used to be a convenience store. Okay. Okay. So at the time, it was a convenience store. So the guy who pulled too close to his car pulled up to the convenience store and went to the convenience store. Mind you, apparently he didn't intentionally pull too close or whatever. He was just passing through. Right. 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 And Baby Ray got out and started talking noise. Like, man, you almost hit my car, man, blah, 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 blah. And the dude, as the story goes, the dude didn't even say anything. Dude just reached in. Bow. 
shot him in the head wow. because Baby Ray ran up on him. And he died right there on the side of the convenience store. That's now a church. Wow. And damn. I didn't I didn't hear about this until the next day. Because we again, we were a little bit younger, so we weren't even when the street lights came on, mm-hmm. we were in the house. Mm-hmm. Um his mother came by the next day. She was she was in tears. And she brought my friend Kevin with him. And it was I remember my whole family was home and she came in. She was like, I need to talk to y'all. I need to talk to your whole family. You know, back then, neighbors were like family, so you right. like, just come in. And she was like, I just want to let y'all know. Um, and she told us the whole story about what happened to baby Ray. And she was like, Kevin, Damien, I never want to see y'all with a gun. I need y'all to stay away from that shit, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, me and my friend Kevin, we sitting there shook like, well, I was shook. Kevin was already sad because he had already known that his brother had passed. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like, Wow, I'm never gonna see Baby Ray again. Like it's one of those things where you just literally saw him yesterday, mm-hmm. and then today he's dead because he he you know he went off and you know somebody else had a gun and popped him in the head. It's crazy, man. And I, and I think that moment more than any other moment in my life made me like it. Always makes me remember to to keep a level head as best as I can in any situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I talk a lot of shit to people, mostly online or whatever. But in reality, I do understand that when I when you're out and about and when you're someplace, it's it's almost always better to defuse a situation right. than to engage, whether you are armed or not. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, people always talk about, you know, when good people have guns, certain things don't happen. But the thing <laughs> is, even if you have that gun, it's not going to do you any good if it's in your pocket mm-hmm. and someone has a gun to your head. Right. Like, I think first and foremost, be aware of your surroundings. Um, try to defuse the situation or walk away if you can and live another day. Your pride might be hurt, but at least you and your family won't. Right. But then there's the flip side of that. You know, when... When I lived in Third Ward, uh, you know, I lived right off of uh, St. Charles Street, which is right on Elgin and Dowling, mm-hmm. two blocks away from Emancipation Park. Oh, he's to get the weave from. <laughs> there, Rosaline. Yeah. Uh, and one night, my wife woke me up. It was like two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I the driveway ran right next to our bedroom window. She's like, "Somebody's breaking in my car." I'm like, "Anybody breaking in your car? I'm asleep." No, for real, somebody's breaking in my car. Yo. I look out the window, sure enough, someone's rummaging around her car. Mm. I grab the 357. It's a motherfucking tool. She grabs a knife. I don't know what she's going to do with she the knife. She grabbed a knife. She grabbed a knife. <laughs> and we went out to that front porch and around to the side where the driveway was. And by the time we got there, there were already four police officers out there with their gun drawn. Their guns were drawn at the guy in the car. Right. And they saw me, which is crazy when you look at the way the news is now. I'm sitting there with my gun up and pointed, and they don't. They just looked at me like, "No, sir, you can you can chill." Wow. And so they, you know, they get the guy. <laughs> it's it's a crackhead dude, man. Yeah. Somebody, one of my neighbors that reported him walking around the neighborhood. It was a crackhead dude. He broke into the car, whatever, whatever. Crazy part is the uh, the head cop on the scene. He was like, "Man." Um, he was like, it's crazy. If we would have been 30 seconds late, 
it would have been a completely different story. And he said, I kind of wish we were late. I was like, what? Because his, he's mad because it's actually harder to process someone for theft than it is to process someone who got shot Who's, while trying to steal. Gotcha. And wow. he was saying, like, this was around Christmas, too. He was saying the day before someone broke into his house and stole $24,000 worth mm. of Christmas stuff. And he wishes that he could get whoever it was. And he was like, man, I really wish we were 30 seconds late because this would have been open and shut for me. Oh, man. But I was like, man, I'm actually glad y'all showed up because, right. again, I talk a lot of shit. But I don't know what I want on my conscience. Right, right. I don't know what I can have. Even if it's a crackhead, like, I, I it, my, granted, I hated the fact that he broke in her car and it inconvenienced us and all this. But I don't know how I would have felt if I would have taken his life, not completely understanding his situation. Mm-hmm. If he was no, if he was no immediate physical threat to me, right? Like I don't, I don't know how I would have handled that. And people say that you know, you know, I got this to protect my home, whatever, blah blah blah. Completely understandable, right? <laughs> You're a better man than me, right? I'd be like Riley from the fucking Boondocks. I shot me a nigga today. <laughs> <laughs> but oh man, <laughs> but I'm just saying shot, right? I'll beat the shit out of somebody. I'm not saying that I know how I'm going to... I don't know how I'm going to feel if that were to happen. I think I sleep good at night. I, I believe I'll actually... Me, my nonchalant ass, I think if they were doing harm or making me uh, go inconvenience me and I would just... Into it, yeah, I think I'll be all right. Now, I don't think they'll fuck me up if it's a kid, like a little kid mm-hmm. that was doing Ooh, the shit. Yeah. That would hurt me. Yeah, I, I, I think... Uh, I think... Uh, I kind of I kind of agree with... It's kind of, it's kind of. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle because I agree with both of y'all. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what, what the day is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause if I come out and I see somebody doing, doing what they, they, they're going through my stuff that I worked hard for. Yeah. And that I spent my money for, then I know that if you're doing that to that vehicle or you're doing that to whatever belongs of mine. You might try to come in my house and try to do the same thing. Right. You might get the nuts enough to try to come in and do the same thing. So I'm going to meet you with the same energy. (laughs) I'll meet you with the same energy that you're bringing towards my way. I believe in I believe in the transference of energy. You giving me that depending on the situation. I'll say depending on the situation. But like in a in a life threatening situation or something where. Oh, yeah. You know, you feel like you're 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 um, you feel like you're, you're being threatened. I think I'd I'd meet it with the same aggression. Yeah. Um, would I feel good about it? Probably not. But I wouldn't worry about the individual <laughs> that did it because you know that's just what it is. And, and D, you said you said a, a major you said a major point that I, I picked up on. You don't know what the next person is going through at the same time, right? Or what state of mind they're in. You know what I'm saying? Because you know he could have been loaded up. And, and high out of his mind yep. when he did it. You know what I'm saying? And in the words of my father, that's his fault. That's his fault. I mean <laughs> it is. Fault. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It is. So it's like a it's like it's like a real it's a thin line that we walk. The bottom line is you know? when it comes when it comes to your immediate personal safety, mm-hmm. I mean there's not there's you don't have a choice in the matter. Exactly. To be honest. And and a lot of times you don't have enough time to even think about that. I do have a question. How do y'all feel though about 
about having like semi-auto weapons, automatic weapons like ARs. Unless you're trying to exterminate a bunch of wild hogs on a farm at one time, you don't need that shit, bro. You really don't. That's just between your dicks and small. And I tell my homeboys that with the AKs and shit, I'm like, you got a small dick, you have no aim, you need to get your shit up, take your ass to the fucking gun range, bust off with some shit that's legal. Because that shit is overkill. That shit is real. Man, it's called a chopper. Go ahead, nigga. It's called a chopper because you motherfuckers don't know how to fucking shoot. And uh, that shit only belongs in the military. Now, unless you got a fucking coop, you finna rise up within the next three or four months <laughs> going against President Cheeto, I'm tossing him about no fucking AKs. And talking about, man, you get one on sale for $400 right now. Man, fuck you and the AK, bro. Because when it comes down to it, martial uh-huh. law gets intact. Which they will do immediately. They're gonna come and take that shit. And your little one or two magazines you got ain't for the last up with the army, bro. So no. don't go for it. My, my thing is, no. my thing is, and you, you're absolutely right. My thing is, because people always talk about, well, you know, if the revolution comes, if martial law comes, you know, you gotta protect yourself. I'm like, dog, they got missiles. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, either way it goes, man, this is like you kinda, you kinda, you kinda pissing in the wind right now with that, man. I, I see what you're doing, but yeah. they got drones. They got missiles, bro. Man, and, and, and look, man, D Ray, you just took all the words out my, <laughs> yeah. out my fucking mouth, man. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really like, yeah, you know, like you 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 <laughs> uh, AR fifteen, man. Man. In 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 the in, in, in your house. You're not fighting a war. Multiple. Right. Mo- yeah, multiple. multiple. What are There's the no war for? going on here. In the neighborhood, yeah, it's not Sarajevo. This ain't. Yeah, I mean Lebanon. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Hold up. You know what's crazy about that, though. You know what's crazy about that. When you think about the types of people that tend to stock up on stuff like that, these are people who have experienced no immediate danger in their lives. Right. Oh, ever. but yeah, right. no fucking training. Right, right. <laughs> now, and and you think about like people, people like us who have seen things and have done things. We have we have a survival instinct about us. That allows us to navigate, but it's like these dudes who have these fantasies of suddenly getting attacked right. and invaded. Like, bro, you ain't never been through shit before. You, you ain't experienced not one iota of right. And a you got problem. a garage full of ammunition <laughs> and weaponry, and you will never, ever get to use it. It's a conditioning, man. It, it, that's exactly what it is. It's man. a conditioning. Even our conditioning has been conditioned. Even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that 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 right there. I'm not gonna even get too deep into yeah. that because that's a whole that's it a is. whole another story. It is. But that shit right there about about the 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 pseudo the pseudo uh, war that's about to come on. You know what I'm saying? That that that's that shit right there. That's passed. That's that's. I'm not gonna talk on it. That's passed down though, yeah. man. The last point that I'm gonna make about it though is in light of the Las Vegas shooting. <laughs> And keeping in mind how much weaponry old dude had on him. Um, I'm not going to say that there should be limits necessarily placed on people. But I think it's it should be... People should recognize who the perpetrators are. Right. When people say that they want to limit certain things to help fight terrorism or, you know, to help keep surveillance on certain types of people mm-hmm. just know that there are certain types of people who have committed the most mass shooting incidents in american history right and those people are not being targeted right i was i'm going to say opposite what david said i think 
we should put limits because their motherfucking dude that sold him all those AR-15s said, he came in the shop about 50,000 times. I never would have thought <laughs> yeah, it. 50,000. Stupid motherfucker. 50,000 times. After the third AR-15 that I sold, I was like, you know what? If he ain't selling them, making it, flipping his money, <laughs> you're, you're, you're putting money to a cause in something. His yeah. ass should be thrown in jail too. I'm sorry, but you don't sell a motherfucker that many guns because you want money. And you not be considered an accomplice. You should be considered an accomplice. Your ass should be thrown in the fucking jail too. Because shoot, like uh, shoot, AR fifteen ain't fun. So yep. this motherfucker's gonna do some massive damage. And like I said, greed, dog. It's all about greed, man. And I don't know what the the the, the plot was or the <laughs> ploy was, but all I gotta say is any motherfucker associated with selling him a bullet need to fill the jail time too. <laughs> all right. And with that said. We're going to hop into this this well-needed musical break. Yes. And we'll be back in just a few moments with more from Houston. With love. And Season two, y'all. And dumb motherfuckers should not be behind pulling triggers on guns. Man. Amen. Just playing with it, yeah, huh, alright, new flow. Notice how the pattern changes You never thought you'd see the day when slang became dangerous Lane switching with language You might see the artist but you'll never see the way that he paints it Don't this game seem tainted Everybody sounding the same but ain't nobody aiming to change it If it ain't about money and fame it's a different language You need a translator just to explain it The same ish goes for those who think the culture promotes negativity You need to look closer We ain't nothing but millennium soldiers We chose to learn the art of wordplay Breaking the chain that holds us Wake up and smell the folders. I think even if I was rich, you'd probably catch me shopping at Kroger's. Down the aisle where they sell produce. Looking for something nutritious, just so I can wet the vocals. This might upset the locals, but I refuse to be typecast because of my region. The floor is bi-coastal. No restriction with my diction when I'm twisting words. I hit the mic with signet verbs. When this occurs, all hell breaks. You can follow the flow, but please don't tailgate. Rappers need a fail-safe device. They don't seem safe with mics, but they gotta be willing to pay the price. It's like rolling the dice. And place inside bets You'll never make enough money To make it out of the projects That's dealing with petty cash Hell, you might as well Be throwing paper From a confetti bag Look at the condition of rapping It's really sad Not enough focus on talent Too many brag On which coast Are selling the most When the main question Should be bottom line Is it dope? Being bored, I often wonder as I let my brain wander like a stray ricochet bullet bouncing off its course. That's kind of how my mind explores. I'm a life connoisseur trying to experience as much as I can, and I'm always showing love to my fans. But on these beats, I stay busting with no gun in my hand, stuck in a trance as I'm jotting down these codes that transcribe in the music. They might mean not much to most, but I'm lost without it though. Instead of talking, I just show proof. 
trying to deter me from emerging But it's no use Just take a second Glance at this life and you might see something new And change your views You might see the world in another hue Because the grass may look greener If you relax your demeanor You can have the whole world within the grasp of your fingers so Take a second to just vibe with it young One time Open up your mind and just let it unwind I'm going with the flow till my river runs dry My river runs dry Just take a second to share Y'all couldn't hear what we uh, what we were discussing during that break. If um, walls could talk, if, if these walls, walls talk, talk man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess now we're gonna move into our fan favorite section of from Houston with Love season two premiere episode season, season two, two y'all season two. Um, season go ahead two. and introduce this segment, sir. Uh, Love Jones by yours truly, D Ray, and the Scandals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, as always, uh, you submit your questions. Uh, me and my colleagues answer them, and we try to be fair, balanced, and, uh, and bullshit-free. Uh, however, uh, sometimes some bullshit comes in, and we deal with it accordingly. Right. So now we start off, Love Jones, season two. All right, Mr. D-Ray, our fans always send us some interesting questions, and um, these are interesting, okay? So we're going to start with the first one. I kinda, I'm kind of going to... Put them from least to greatest. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, this is the first one. Uh, why do women love The Bachelor, but they hate the players? Why yeah, do I... women love The Bachelor, but they hate the players? Hmm. Like The Bachelor, the TV show, I'm assuming. Uh, no, no. Just just The Bachelor. You know, you just a bachelor. You know, like okay. Genuine, he was a bachelor, you know. You know, but they hate the players. I don't know, because that's, 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 that's a... Tiny little rope to walk because, on one hand, bachelors go do what a player does anyway. If they're a player, I mean, they have to answer to no one. They're by themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, some bachelors are seeking companionship. Players pretty much have companionship, but not really seeking it. It just comes to them. Uh, it depends on the woman and where she's at in life and what she wants to deal with. Because you know. Uh, a man's gonna make time for what he wants to make time for, mm-hmm. and uh, if he decides to give you a piece of his time, women should act accordingly. And if you're not feeling them, let them know. Don't do the stuff that y'all know to do, from ghosting to curving <laughs> to <laughs> you know what I'm saying, playing a game when you're only hungry. You want to deal with them. Be upfront and honest. You might miss out on a good homeboy. I think. I think uh, that's a that's an interesting question because it is a thin line. 
Uh, my philosophy on it, I think a bachelor presents better than a player. Okay. Because I think a player puts it all on the table. Right. Player don't, players don't give a fuck. Zero. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can speak from from uh, times past, times way past. I've played both roles mm-hmm. before in my younger days, and I think the bachelor presented better. You know, right. bachelor was all for show. You know, hey, you know, it was respectful. Respectfully got the box, right, right, right. You know, <laughs> like that. Didn't have to get, a, didn't have to get a too know, drunk. You know, you know, you know, you know, you 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 wooed them in yeah. to what it is that you really wanted. And the players, the players on the, on the, on the other hand, players put it all out on the table. They didn't give a fuck. You yeah, know? it's like, see, we're gonna fuck or what? You know what I'm about. We're gonna barbecue. We're gonna meal do. Was that? It, it, you know, shit. We're gonna hold up or blow up. What we gonna do, baby? Mm-hmm. You know. So I think it's. I think with bachelors and players. I think it's all about the presentation. True. Yeah, I think, and and you know, the thing is, bachelors and players really have two, two different motives in mind. Like the bachelor is the single guy who comes across as looking for companionship or being available for companionship. With the player, you already know what the deal is, and <laughs> and that's the thing. If, and if you can't handle it, you just can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Felicia. You know, some players present themselves as regular bachelors. As a, oh. as a means to an end, but you know that's the thing. It's you know some women I believe like the allure of having someone who's available, who's who's open to exploring new things with mm. them. Uh, but it could be a guy that's just like that's what I need to do. Yep, right to GTD. Right, get, get them the draws. Oh man, yeah, that's a why. That, 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 that's a, that's a great question though. Great question. It it, it, it kind of blurs the line between the two. Mm. Um, I don't know if I should put this one next or last, but I'm just gonna ask this anyway because the next one, the one after this one, is is pretty much it is what it is. Um, and I like this question. It man, says this, this vodka is kicking in. Uh, this, this vodka is. Oh my Vuka. God, Damian Randall, bless you Vuka. for the libations. Thank you, yeah, no doubt, man. Um, mm. the the second question is, why are BBW women? Why are they the thing now? I think Drake is at fault for that. Honestly, ever since he put that in the rhyme, big girls, I have this thing for you. You know, I love you all, I like man. My man BBW, yeah, <laughs> no. There's shade in the summer, warmth in the winter, man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but not all BBWs are acceptable. I mean, let's be real. You know, uh, Devin and Dude had a line said, "That's just too much pork for my fork." And our past can't even tell the difference from a stomach and an ass. <laughs> so, wow. uh, you know, I, I love a cute chubby chick. I love a cute portly chick. You know what I'm saying? Be cute with it. You ain't got to be sloppy with it. Some mm-hmm. of you big girls, you know, I I seen y'all sliding out in them yoga pants, knowing that for you. Um. Hey, you know, but if that's what you feel, you feel good at it. Do, hey, do your thing. Just be sexy with it. I don't care what you're wearing. Just be sexy with it. And when I say sexy, you know what I mean. The mirror don't lie. So, I think. I mean, I I think beauty is beauty, regardless of of what shape it comes in. Yeah, it's an eye the beholder, the beer holder, the blunt folder. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I just crack up at the like the fetishization of of BBW as a category. I'm like if. If a woman is beautiful, she's beautiful. True. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether you categorize her as something standard or something other than standard. It's like you, right. you like what you like. I think the the whole fetishization of it needs to kind of chill though. Yeah. You know, yeah. um 
Because if she got like three fupas, you need to let give it up. You know, it's just and for fupas, you know, y'all do know what that means. Right. right? Yes. Okay. Yes. We, so, yes, we do. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Okay. Okay. Know. All right. So, you feel me? Where I go? That that's not sexy all the time, man. You know, you get hiding snacks and shit. Maybe. I mean, but it, like again, a kangaroo. It, de- it depends. It depends on the person. It also depends on the person, right? Because. I'm I'm a sucker for a pretty face. A pretty face and sweet attitude, man. You could be a big girl all day and smell good. I never. Mm-hmm. I, I had a homeboy. He was dissing a chick because she was a little hefty and said, "Oh man, she like she stick." I said, "Dog, I don't know no cute, chubby, fat, whatever you want to call them, woman that smells bad. They always smell like deliciousness, mm-hmm. and you won't go hungry because they ain't. Mm-hmm. Get you one. <laughs> I've had a few." You know what I'm saying? It's better than having an ugly skinny chick where you can feel her ribs and stuff all the time. Hey, right. I like something I can, you know, squeeze on. You know, <laughs> I like to put my head down sometimes at night. You know, and I, I love I, I love women of all uh, of all types. You know what I'm saying? I just can't deal with the ones that have been throwing up or the ones that look like they're gonna eat me and my food. So, mm. you know, it's a it's a balance that I have. Uh, but that's just me being shallow, and that's why I am single. Yeah. So, but like I say, you know, as long as she got a neck, I can show respect. <laughs> I remember the second part of that line now. I like my women, BBW, the type that'll suck you dry and then eat some lunch with you. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's it. Drizzy. Drizzy, Drizzy made that a thing, so blame him. Hey, man, look. Look, beauty spans the globe and and never discriminate. Never discriminate. Nah. We love you all. Some of the best box. So I'm like I'm I'm shit. Over the last twenty years, I've become a BBM. Huh. <laughs> so, I mean, I ain't, I ain't tripping. Oh shit! Oh, no, no, don't buy it. Oh, all right. So, Baca. this is the the last question, and and D Ray, this might just be a personal update. Okay. Uh, it says. Uh, well, it's it's pretty uh, cut and dry. It says, uh, "Can you give us a cuffing season update?" Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's been going. Uh, I had uh, I, I still got three candidates that I've been uh, <laughs> dating, and literally, I'm just going casual dates, and uh, I, I I like each one of them for for different reasons, uh, you know. Uh, but uh, no, there's no one that's qualified to be the one yet. Uh, I'm still putting out taking applications in. Uh, you know, uh, my so I got some listeners out there. They uh, told me I sounded good over the mic. I said, "Yeah, just imagine what I do at night." Um, <laughs> and I'm just waiting. You know, uh, I'm picky, and I, I want to make the best my my next move, my best move. So, ladies, you got you know any friends out there? You know, uh, that fit the criteria, or you know, you think I might be looking for something different? You you might be that one. Let me know. Don't be scared. Don't be shy. I won't put you on on the spot. Trust and believe. But yeah, you know, so far it's going good. You know, I'm loving it. You know, because I always put more focus on one person. But I be dating a few now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm making any so-called promises. It's cool. I have nothing to answer to. I'm having a good time. Not all dates are good. You know, after the first twenty minutes, you know if you want to do another date with this person or not. And like I said, we chilling. We having fun, man. We living life. You know, do I want it to be more eventually? <laughs> Probably after Valentine's Day. But uh, <laughs> at the conclusion of cuffing season, right? <laughs> so I'll t- I'll tell you how I get it after that. But you know, if I find one going into the Christmas season, 
you know, I'm gonna keep you guys updated. But there, there, there's, there's somebody I'm eyeing. Okay. I, the person I really want to eyeball, you know, what I'm saying I don't have means of getting in touch. But hey, you know, hopefully the universe will put that out there. I got one extra question, man. Yo. I got one extra question. Not on the list. I'm going to throw this curveball your way. I'm ready to swing, batter. School, school. Do you have any, do you have any um, advice for, for those who are already cuffed, the married people or the cuffed people? Since I've just jumped a broom. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I want to know from, from, from Mr. Love Jones. What do you think it would take to keep to keep the fire going? I'm glad you asked that uh, because you know I, my my father you know is one of my idols when it comes to uh, being romantic and keeping the spices in your long term marriage. You got to take your woman on dates, man. You have to make time for you and her to explore and have fun. You got even if it's something silly, you know what I'm saying? Playing laser tag. You have to do something with her. And, I mean to incorporate her in your world and vice versa, because I noticed that when couples stop dating each other, that's when you let the work husband or the work wife sneak in. Gotcha. Bitches start doing nice shit, leaving lunches at your desk. <laughs> wife ain't doing that shit, but chewing your ear off at home, ain't giving you nothing. You ain't been beating your meat with ice half for the last 20, 20 weeks, and you know, because things like that happen. Oh people, people fall out of love when it's not when that when you don't stroke that love. Uh, a mechanism, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because well, it's, who said love mechanism? It was the vodka, but you feel me, right? If you don't, I mean, because we always talk about oh, we want unconditional love, but like Lauren Hill said, once somebody stop giving you that emotion to love, you're gonna go elsewhere, right? And uh, but like I said, you have to date, you have to, you, and it's up to the man to. Find out what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Pick these places. Don't give her any choices besides beef, fish, and chicken. Other than that, <laughs> it's up to you to put spice in that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, she's your queen. You don't want nobody coming into your castle your taking your queen. queen. You feel me? And, and you're the king. You're the man. You feel me? Hey, hey, and that's why. That's why D. Ray. Is the fucking Love <laughs> Jones master? Thank you, brother. Because that was an impromptu question. He did not even know that question was coming his way, right. and he's off the cuff, and he's a master at what he do. So shout out to Mr. Love Jones. Thank you, man. Swing, swing, swerve. All right, and with that said, we will uh, take one more music break, and we'll be back with the final segment of from Houston with love. Keep him cuffed. Cuff your chick. <laughs>
Welcome back, welcome black We are back from the music break And now what we're about to do is go into another favorite segment of the show We're going into the unpopular opinion of the week So we're going to bring in, we're going to bring in Mr. Damian Randall And he's going to give us the unpopular opinion of the week Um, You know, um, a couple weeks ago, you know I kind of lit that flame when I told a few people that um, I like more of Big Sean's music than I like of Jay Z's music, yes. and uh, it kind of it kind of set the world on fire because they couldn't understand what I was talking about when I oh, said. Oh, but I that. agree with you, Pimpin. Now I do too, but that is not my unpopular opinion. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Had me on the ropes. My unpopular opinion (laughs) might be even worse than that. Let's hear it. So, (laughs) earlier this week, somebody, or last week, I should say, somebody, somebody kind of took a shot at me on Facebook. Hmm. Well, it wasn't a shot at me. It was a shot at someone that I love dearly. And I took kind of offense to it, but then I thought about it and I was like, well... Someone said that Sade could Well actually it wasn't someone I know It was Bamani Jones Bamani Jones said that Sade can't really sing hmm? And for those of you Who know me And know how I feel about Sade Sade is the standard of beauty That I base all others upon Sade is yellow prime She yes, is she red is. bone prime Yes she is She is Vodka. I, that's, I'm going to stop there. Vodka. Otherwise, it'll get me in trouble. Anyway, <laughs> but I did come to a realization about Sade. As much wonderful music as she's made oh, in her God. life. Listen to, me, listen, to me, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. No, no. I'm not going to agree with what Bamani Jones said. Bamani Jones said that, that she can't sing. What I will say is that she doesn't have the dynamic range of a Whitney Houston or something like that. Oh, oh, no, Which no, is no. fine, which is acceptable. Right, right, right. But her shit jams. Shit. But so with the- that said, Uh-oh. I came to another realization. You could talk about Mary J. Blige. Forgive me, my brother. No, she can't sing. <laughs> Forgive me, my brothers. <laughs> but... Janae Aiko hmm. is the new Sade. Okay, man. Yes. D. Fucking right. No, oh, I fucking, fucking right. Oh, we high five. Right. You high five. We high five. Okay, we are okay. high fiving yes. in this bitch. Okay, okay. She has done her homework. Okay, and she does it well. Go yes, ahead. Okay, is. wow. I'm gonna let uh, you have that. that. I you, wasn't you, expecting you that. You are absolutely Woo. correct. That's the wrong reason why I like the J80. Uh, the 80, the 2888 jamming, my nigga. It's jamming. Oh man, my God! Go Let ahead, me dude. tell y'all. Go ahead. No, no, All of y'all that hate on Janae Aiko for being a studio singer, yes. Fuck this shit. Boo cannot sing live. Hmm. Right. Fuck this shit. But you know what? And the fact that her nipples touch don't mean nothing. Oh. Wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Yo. <laughs> y'all want y'all to show me? I want y'all to show me one R&B oh. chick. In the last however many years, that has been as consistently dope Yo, as her. 
I like more of her music than I like Beyonce's music. Yo. Fight me, yep. come at me, yep. come at I'm me. I'm glad you yep. said that, yep. man. Say it again. I actually man. put I actually put money in Janae's pockets. Like her shit is jamming. See the reason why I like that Big Sean, not that Big Sean song, but that uh, Chris Brown and uh, Omario song, just to hear it say groceries. <laughs> yeah, see, well, that's that's that's, that's that's well, that's <laughs> well, that's kind of um, oh, sorry. I don't guy. go back. I don't go back like that. But like her solo joints, her solo joints, I still listen to them straight through. Dumb. I think it's one called Stranger that I love a Dumb. lot. I think it's like the first yeah. mixtape she got. Sell away. Dope. She's, she's dope, dope, man. She's she fucking dope. Like, dope. She got a limited range, but yeah. she's dope. I've seen her sing live. It's atrocious. Oh, word. But, but she's in the studio, she's is it worse dope. than Cassie? Huh? Is it worse? Cassie than... don't count. Cass- yeah, she's Cass- just, she, yeah, she's yeah. just you know she's just a prop. I... No, 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 nah, no, no. I mean, Janae tries, but you know she doesn't have the a dynamic range. vocal range. But it's, she's right in that pocket, she in that pocket, and bro. with the right amount of reverb, her beats are slamming. Man, man. it's just jamming. She's like, she's and, 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 day. I'm and, sorry. And, and it's not only that. The shit that she talk about is so relatable. It's so. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. It's oh, real. And she's real. fine. And she's fine. <laughs> well, she got a tit job. Let me. This. She. Yes. But I mean, she's fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, she has a Big Sean tattoo on her now, which means she'll be she'll be single pretty soon. Yeah, eventually. Oh wow! But yeah. oh, yes, wow. I don't know. I think I think Sean knows that this is a good matchup for him right now because he was trying I to. Think Sean he is... was trying to fuck with Ari. What's that bitch name? Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. What the fuck Ariana he was doing Grande. with that little bitty ass chick, man? I mean, he you seen him? He was practicing. He was practicing. But no, Janae looked like she could probably handle more than she can. He, he was practicing. He was practicing. Yeah. He was just practicing. She got a million dollar pussy, and I'm like, bruh. Hmm? Yo. That's what he said about. Uh, that's why she got mad. Oh, wow. Yeah, because oh, he put that in the rap. Oh. See, like you don't be following your Big Sean, man. Uh, Big Sean got. Big Sean got. This is on the Paradise. Big Sean got spitting. Got bars. He got bars, man. When you when you posted that. I stood, I stood in agreement with you. Yeah, they were mad, shit, man. They were mad. Well, I don't, I I don't hey man, fuck this shit. But see, you know why yeah. they were mad? They haven't been following Big Sean since the beginning of his career. Yeah, I have. Yeah, bullshitting when that song came out. I was like, Dog. even but Dog. see the thing is, if Kanye would have followed him, Rhyme instead of Travis Scott, I still have more respect for Kanye. Big Sean spitting, bro. Yeah, Sean be spitting. That I, talk show shit. Oh, what was yeah. it? The talk show? Yeah, shit yeah, the, on uh, the twenty eighty eight. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, nigga, they kill that. Yeah. Uh nah, bro. It's clever, man. Like y'all can't again, man. Fuck man. That shit, y'all, y'all mad. Uh, y'all mad because uh, y'all still man, trying to justify. Man, that paradise song. Y'all man. still trying to justify why y'all like. Thank 444, God, I fucked that. Right, right, right. <laughs> y'all <laughs> trying to justify why y'all like four forty four, man. Nah, nah, he, nah, he straddling the line. Nah, man. But I said it on that thread. I said Big Sean's most recent album is better than four forty four. I can't. I just can't listen to Jay Z like that. Like y'all do. I like more of Big Sean's music than I like his. I'm not saying that Big Sean is quote unquote greater than Jay Z. I understand. Uh, uh, but he's uh, dope. Uh, he's I will say dope. he is because when you go back, you listen to that song Click. Yeah. Big Sean showed his ass and he made them motherfuckers set their lines up. Yeah, he's me. dope. He had he's, no, he's he kicked dope. The, he kicked the door open for that shit. Whether, you know, whether, y'all, whether y'all agree or not. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to place his legacy against Jay Z's. Oh, I just happen yeah. to like more of his music than I like Jay Z's. I happen to like more of Janae Aiko's music than I like Beyonce's. And that's the first time I ever knew her name was Aiko. I call her Aiku. And Janae is the next. Shut it. She is. I, I agree with you. She is. I agree with you on 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 that man. Oh, and man. and and Big Sean. I've been listening to him since he was on the plane. Pat. 
Mixtapes. Oh, yes, sir. Hey, so I already knew back in 2004 when I heard that brother that he was nice. He had a song called, uh, was it? Was it the hit, hit harder or something like that? Um, oh, harder, dog. No. Uh, he also had one that was called "Go Ahead and Get You Some." Get you some, oh, man, Look, bro, no, bro. Hey, so I'm nice. D. I'm with you. Okay. D. I'm with you. So I'm fuck, good. fuck everybody I'm else. Good. I'm good then. You I'm know, good, then. Uh, we they play us late night, so they can they 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 I'm don't. I can't get out of line. I get handled, homie. Ain't nobody gonna whip my ass though. That's all I'm nah, saying. Nah, you know, ain't nah. nobody gonna whip That's my all right. ass. That's all right. Cause we got, cause we got um. It's funny how we could segue back into this because if they do try to get you, we got guns too. Yeah. <laughs> so what you think they all got the guns, guns are for? We got guns too. <laughs> you got right. pics, I got texts. So everybody, we thank y'all for listening to season two. Season two. Debut and you, and you, episode of From Houston with Love where we give you that shit. We talk that talk and we walk that walk. Shaboing boy we man. <laughs> We want y'all to continue. We want y'all to continue to listen. OJ is free. I never thought that I would say that today. OJ is free. Watch your white women. So watch, watch your women in Vegas. Take another stab, okay? Man, OJ. Watch your women in Vegas and don't go next to any white Broncos. Okay. This is from Houston with Love, where we give you that talk about arts, culture, what's going on in the city. I don't know if we talked about anything in the city today, perhaps or per se. We said Beyonce's name. But yeah, we said Beyonce, so it's all good. Janae Ioko. Aiko. Aiko is the next shot day. Janae Ayo. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and sometimes why is the next shot day. Hey, I gotta do a quick shameless plug. Go man. ahead, man. Shameless that, plug. Hey ahead. man, if y'all want to hear some clean, wholesome family entertainment, go check out my other podcast, Curly Nerd, where we talk about geek shit, nerd shit. Yes, sir. Um, they don't know, use the word shit though. We don't at all. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um but you know we we went to New York Comic Con recently and we got a recap coming of that pretty soon. Uh, more big teams planned ahead. Uh, more and his beautiful be- co-host. Oh my god! Oh, she's a homie. Stake your claim, she's man. man. No, 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 your claim. That's the homie. Chill. That's the homie. Chill. <laughs> man, look. Watch how you speak. Of- more tune for your head top. So watch how you speak on my name. You know. <laughs> Coming for your head top. <laughs> Coming for watch your head top. Speak on my name. Watch how you do these teams. <laughs> Uh yeah, <laughs> check that one out and uh yeah man you know we just we just doing our thing yeah so <laughs> goddamn how can I go back um so yo keep checking out all real radio <laughs> keep checking out all real radio all the shows that are that are on all real radio from Houston with love we bring you a different perspective we're conscious and unconscious at the same time it's all good it's all about balance you know what i'm saying but what we bring you is arts culture and what's going on in in our city so continue to listen to the show continue to support all real radio as my man zen would say we always move in forward motion and before anything what we do is we make the world better so this is from Houston with Love, season two debut premiere, booga, 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 booga. world premiere, world premiere, premier, world premiere, sound boy killer, and we make the world better, better, much better. Bow, boogyakasha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. This that mountain climber flow spit for hopeless Turning the whole shit I just go get the focus As if 
you ain't notice is that we broke shit. The coldest winter won't break me. I got the snow whip. See, mama, mama, stress lots. I stress too, I smoke pot. But detox for piss tests. So I can work in big lots. Dreaming about them big lots. House up like a big shot. Big bro slaying them things. Praying he don't get locked. A balance when you coming up, do it. Till you done enough, them letbacks and setbacks heavy. Try and lift it up, they talk down on us. Cause we African by default. Laws target us till they see fall. And I ain't here to be caught. I'm just hearing deep thought. And how I could survive, feed my folk, and I beat loss, I persevere. Hard knock life, dog. We ain't beginners. Nobody's perfect. We all sinners. These days and times really is the illest. Got me feeling like it's survival of the fittest. Petty deep on the slick slide, running a vic. Was introduced, learning tricks of the trade. Started hanging with your local drug dealers and pimps. For the rap and the temps. Drinking for it, getting slaps in the wrist. Church boy affiliated with crime. They fall quicker, fell quicker. Breaking the Sabbath and sipping liquor. At grandmama table, she prayed. Coming in, smelling weed. Hoping it was a phase Fighting demons got it seem like you under a spell Street life throwing glitter Got you blinded when you living in hell Well, knew a tell by the kid who did dirt With college on his mind But your crew was moving work Good thing he was a thinker With crack in his face He hit the blinker Made it right The life to get his re-up The glamorous life can turn perilous Hey young world A stereotype to life Is a bitch when the young turn savage We ain't beginners Nobody's perfect We all sinners these days and times really is the illest yeah. Got me feeling like it's Bravado got you with your chest up to stay afloat The model blessed up but then others who pray you don't Trying to keep your head up instead of your neck broke Remember when you get in your rest, stay woke Your sweet dreams it seems become nightmares When you in the streets and directions are not clear Wrong turns to one ways You gon' learn someday You won't get saved on Sunday Any given moment has infinite possibilities Fight or flight might apply given the hostilities Talking about riddle me this and getting riddled with clips The most manly getting fitted for slips Smart money keeps common sense as an asset Often it's the only way of avoiding the casket You ain't even asked yet So it's a solicited advisory So hopefully somebody was listening Hard not life, dog. We ain't beginners 